CBS presents this program in color. Autobots, roll out. End of line. Sounds pretty heavy. Wait, has nothing to do with it. I am the Night Industries 2000. That are alive, you are coming with me. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm Batman. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome back to Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. I'm David. I'm Joe. I'm Dunk. And I fucking nailed it. God damn it, it's about fucking time. That was smooth as shit. Yeah, Gentlemen. It's, it's, only, it's, only been, it's only been the tagline for our podcast going back, I don't know, six years, so. Yeah. Not well, including this podcast. Yeah, yeah you know. I'm, I'm old. I have, I have a small marijuana problem that makes me have memory issues and shit. I got but, you. Uh, so yeah, gentlemen, I have had a great fucking weekend. Um, my daughter put together a night out for me and my wife uh, last night for our birthdays and Mother's Day because we all have, me and my wife are both born in May. So my daughter's like, fuck it, we're going to get them a hotel room. So I think it was more of a plan to have the house to themselves as it was to like... There you go really get away get us away but it worked it was nice we went out stayed at a really nice uh spa in kind of place um had wonderful meals went out in about just a great fucking time got home today and uh just had a great it's been a just fucking fantastic weekend and i got my uh bloody invincible and bloody adam eve in the mail on friday so i was like psyched about that like it's just been a good fucking weekend really good you sound way too happy yeah i'm not used to this i'm not used to this i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you yeah i you know i like happy belated birthday by the way thank you yeah yeah i'm like 46 now so i stopped counting after i hit my 30s at like Half the time someone asks me how old I am, I have to sit there and actually think about it. Yes, I that is correct. I have to do that. Speaking of which, I, I got a bone to pick with you, Don. How dare you put up a fucking picture of like the first caller ID box ever and act like everyone our age could afford one of them motherfuckers? Because up till it was pretty much the cell phone era i was still fucking hanging up on like <laughs> picking up the phone and hanging up on people when i knew it was bill collectors i didn't need a little fucking caller id i couldn't even afford that shit so shit make my bro- me feel old. yeah my my brother-in-law <laughs> had it had it uh tied into his uh rear projection tv like i don't know <laughs> if it was a feature because i remember we we were to see the caller id like we thought that was amazing. Like, wow, man, look, you could see it on the TV. You don't even have to get up and look at the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Fuck you, because I just, first of all, I just shared it from someone else, because if, if I had to feel old, then fuck you. You all need to f- share in my pain. But I, I feel even older, because my mom work, used to work for the phone company. So mm-hmm. she was she was actually, she got the, the, the caller ID box prior to it being released to, like, the, like you know, mass yeah. market. She had to, like, she got to test it for, like, a whole year. Um... And, um, yeah, so, like, I was, like, fucking, I don't even know, like, seven, eight, something like that when that shit came out. And everyone thought that it was fucking, I used to tell, I remember telling my friends that, you know, like, my mom worked for the CIA or some dumb shit. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was the, uh, that was the downfall of uh, young kid crank callers everywhere. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, because we used to, me and my cousins used to do prank calls in the in the eighties, and we even we recorded them. I have them on tape. I have them on cassette tape. And of course uh, you do. You haven't thrown anything away since the day you were fucking born. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Like Jesus, man, you are fucking. I hard, have never dude. seen anything like that. Like you pull out the most random shit. Yeah, like, and then you share it with us. Like I'm like, wait, were we talking about report cards or something? Because I get a, I look at my phone. I look at my phone in the middle of the workday and. Joe's like sending me, oh, I guess I had a bad fucking semester the first year in England. What the fuck? Yeah, like it's not even like the final report card. It's, either. it's, it's like the, the first... third semester or some <laughs> shit. Uh, it's like what? everything. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like I, I'm lucky if I have something from 20 fucking years ago, much less like a high school or grade school fucking report card. Like, holy shit. shit well, I, I just, I tend to keep everything, which my wife hates. Um, I would, for people yeah. who don't know, for people who don't know, I'm, I, well, hey, I did sell that, the, the desk and the, the <laughs> file cabinets, which is awesome. So now I'm, you know, sitting, you know, the, the microphone is on a tray table and my computer <laughs> is on a small table. Uh, but so I'm redoing the office and everything. So I've been going through just freaking boxes of stuff, and then I'm you know going downstairs in the storage room. I'm like, oh, what is this box? What's in this box? And I bring it upstairs, and I start opening it up, and it's just I've I've kept so many things. At one point, you know, we I had moved with General Motors. I had moved like nine times in twelve years or so, and there was one box that we had. My wife said. It was after I think the seventh move. It had like seven of those, you know, those inventory stickers that they put on the movers, mm-hmm. little thing. Yeah. She's like, this box hasn't been opened in seven moves. So she goes, oh it must God. not be important. So go through it, sell it, or go bring it to the dump. You know. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. Yes. I did have a guy with the, the the picture. Of course, when I took the picture, you know, it's got my Captain America shield on the wall. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and a guy was like, "Is that a metal shield? I will buy that from you." I'm like, it's not metal. It's not for sale. So, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad to to have that out of there and and uh, get this office finished. And oh, and I did today. I went from two like two long filing cabinet drawers full of hanging files. Got it down to a little bit less little almost one about one that's how much stuff i'm shredding or throwing out like oh, God, we don't need man. we don't need our gte bill from 
No, oh you don't. God. Yeah, dude. Like I listen. I am. I have after my experience with the fire a few years ago. I have become such a minimalist. Like I mean, I'm not. I'm not like extreme minimalist, but like if I haven't used it, touched it in in a, in, a, in the last six months, it, it, it goes in the garbage. Like it's. I, I don't. I don't need it. Clothes. I don't. I, I don't keep a lot of clothes anymore. Very basic shit. Like I, I used to, I used to be like you, Joe. For real. I used I used to have Con Ed bills from like when I first started like paying the Con Ed and every year. Ugh, fuck that. It's all garbage. It's all gone. <laughs> I'll do you both one fucking better. Well, my grandparents had to move into a nursing home. Me and my wife decided to move into their place, which was owned by my aunt and uncle at the time. So we bought that this house from them. But part of the condition was that we had to go through and clean out all their shit. Right. Those motherfuckers had receipts from stores that closed in the fucking 60s, dude. <laughs> 60s, okay? Yes. Like, yes. honestly, wow. like, literally a receipt for who fucking knows what. <laughs> it was probably a tube of toothpaste or something. <laughs> And they had a fucking receipt of it. It was mind-boggling. I got done, and I was like, there is no way we are ever going to live like that. Like, I have way too much shit, and I really need to pare down. But I don't do it because I want to keep it. I don't do it because I'm fucking lazy, okay? Because that's a lot of work. There is a lot of shit to go through to get rid yeah. of it. I just don't want to do it. But to the point of keeping a fucking receipt from a store that no longer exists and hasn't existed in over half a century, probably okay to throw that shit away. Okay, well, a couple of the receipts I threw out today, one was from Circuit City. Oh, Jesus. The other one, now I don't know if this was just a Midwest thing, but did anyone else have a service merchandise? Oh, I know service mm, I've heard of, I've do you, heard Do of you know thing. what service merchandise yeah. is, Dunk? I've heard of it, but I don't it's, know exactly. What it, it, it was the it was the what the late seventies eighties uh, yeah. thing of catalog showroom. So you walk in the showroom and you're like, oh, I want that coffee maker. Oh, I want that whatever uh, turkey carving set. And then you go and you pay for it, and then you wait, and it comes comes out the back from a warehouse on these rollers, you know. <laughs> the metal rollers you know and it rolls mm. and then there they call you and then here's your stuff and then you take it and go <laughs> oh sounds yeah. like sounds like some arcanic version of uh ikea yeah it, literally yeah okay. it was <laughs> it was like you just you just walk around the showroom and grab the the tags of what you want pay for them and then they they compile them in the warehouse and then they put them on those ro- and you just have that you know that sound of those rollers you know back then mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah and it comes down and they call you it's just it was crazy man oh yeah. gosh jesus christ yeah we're fucking old guys i know man fucking old. <laughs> why do you think that's why the show is called what it is yeah. exactly we don't right. false advertise <laughs> yeah oh speaking of old shit Something from our fucking childhood has been remade and is dropping on Netflix. So as the first uh, little bit of news, the only news we really have, um, the photos for the newly or out soon to be released Masters of the Universe Revelations came out on it. What was it? Entertainment Weekly or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Was like, 
I don't know, maybe seven pictures and shit showing a bunch of different characters. And by all rights, it looks like Masters of the Universe. It looks, you know, for what it is, it looks nice. I, I couldn't tell you. I hear, I listen to Fat Man Beyond, so I hear all about the, have about this process that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of like interested in seeing what it's actually going to be. But the fucking art looks great, so I'm down. I think fucking He-Man looks good. I like the way that they kind of differentiated him and Adam this time. Yes, and I do like that, too. Like, like Orko looks a little better updated, and I think, uh, yeah, you pointed out that there is no man-at-arms photo, so... But, yeah, it looks it looks good. That's yeah. about all I can say for it. Like, I mean, well, that's I mean, that's all that we know about it at this point. Like, I, well, that's all I know about it. It's just what I've seen. I knew I knew Kevin Smith was working on it. Um, it's got a good voice and, cast. Oh, it's got okay. a great fucking voice. Who's cast. the like, okay? Good. Now, who's Mark the voice Hamill, cast? I think Skeletor. Yes. Okay, that's Mark Hamill is always going to be great. Any part of any voice cast. Yeah. No, it's got a fucking super deep. Uh, you know what? I'll pull that shit up because it's fucking. It's in a. I think Kevin Conroy's in that too. For some yes, fun. I did hear that. I did hear that. Um, but now is this a continuation of? From all, I from what I've heard, it basically comes out at like it's supposed to be a continuation of that universe, just kind of updated or. Whatever, but it's still supposed to be kind of, kind of like a reboot or something like a that. A little bit um, updated. I don't know if like they're not going to go back and like. I don't think they're going to like say that the '80s show was canon, but I'm not entirely sure. They, they've actually been pretty tight-lipped about the plot of the season and everything, but they said it holds true to the '80s version and like. It won't feel like they're stepping on your childhood. Okay. Well, well, I, I think uh, when we saw the picture, I think Donk, you were vindicated for your initial geek versus geek <laughs> category because yeah. Tila has <laughs> she's got um, a haircut that may make you think she may swing a different way, perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps mm-hmm. I fucking perhaps. told you. Um, yeah, um, that, that, that scene of not only Tila, but, uh, I think it's, uh, what's her name? Evil Lynn. We're looking very kind of boss, boss lady-ish. The cart, the, the haircut and the arms, like the, the arm detail on them look very like, boom, like, all right. Okay. Um, yeah, I was right. While while David's looking that up, one thing, okay. if, if I know David's listened to it, uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode of Fat Man Beyond, they had the, mm. the, the Malcolm Spellman, the showrunner. Oh my god! For, dude, uh, it for was Falcon and Winter so- Soldier, it's only like thirty five minutes where they talk to him, but that's a fucking great interview. Listening to a great person and, and listening yeah. to his history, and you would never think this guy's a showrunner. But no, it was no, so it was so refreshing to hear someone like that talk Did you about listen to this it, property. Dunk? 
No, I didn't get a chance to. What the fuck, dude? I I I messaged the group because yes, I yes, yes, you. I did. knew that you had to listen to this. I knew Joe was gonna listen to it. That wasn't the point. Joe and I listen to kind of the same shit. You need to kind of get on the train a little bit, pal, and be like, you know what? That shit's good shit. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gave me homework. I didn't do it. What are you gonna do? Fucking. It was it, when you have a chance. If you don't listen to the whole episode, listen to that fucking. No, uh, all you gotta, no, all you gotta do is listen to that to just to him. It's like it's yeah. it's like a half thirty five minutes long. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is the cast sorted by credit order. Uh, Chris Wood is He Man. Diedrich Bader is Trapjaw. That's kind of ingenious casting. Kevin Conroy is Merman. Liam Cunningham, which is the dude from uh, uh, Game of Thrones, he was the one with who like was kind of the caretaker of the scaly dragon girl. Mm, okay, um, I know you're talking about Susan Eisenberg. I have no idea who she is, but she's sorceress. Oh, so, so, uh, so wait a minute, Susan Eisenberg. Didn't she? Didn't she voice Wonder Woman? In in yes, one of the cartoons, she did Justice League. Justice, Justice League. League, yeah, yeah, Princess Diana, yeah. You fucking, you know your shit. Yeah, sir. wow, you are. That is a that's cool super role. fucking geek. Um, oh, Sarah wow. Michelle Geller is Tila. Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Lena Headey is Evil Lynn. Phil Lamar is Hero. Justin Long is Roboto. Jason Mewes, of course, is Stinkor. Again, good casting. Um, Griffin Newman is Orko. I have no idea who the fuck that is. Alan Oppenheimer is Mossman. No idea. Alan Oppenheimer. Alan Oppenheimer. Yeah. Wait, slow down. He was Skeletor. He was Skeletor in the 80s. Yes. yes, he was. Yes, Motherfucker. He was. Yes, he was. Look at fucking David. Oh, Alan Opera, whoever the fuck he is. I don't, I don't know. Man. What was the other guy? What was it? Who was Orko? Griffin what? Griffin Newman. That uh, he was in Draft Day, fucking couple episodes of Law and Order and shit. Nothing. Nothing obvious. He, he, uh, was, he was Arthur in The Tick on Amazon. I, but I don't know who he is. I didn't is. watch that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is Beastman. Henry Rollins is Triclops. Like the fuck, Henry Rollins. Um, Stephen Root is Cringer. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Stephen Root. Um, Alicia Silverstone is Queen Marlena. Oh wow! His Good daughter thing. is Al- Alina Harley Quinn Smith. Suit, suit me up, Uncle Alfred. Oh, God. Oh, Batman. God. Batman. oh don't remind <laughs> me of that. Please, please. Uh, Tiffany Smith is Andra. Uh, Cree Summer is Priestess. And Tony Todd is Scareglow. Oh, Tony Todd. Todd. You know, Tony Todd yeah. is. Uh, oh, Tony Candy Todd. Great. Yeah, Candyman. That's ah, a fucking incredible cast. Like, I yeah definitely I think after the success of Invincible you're gonna start to see a lot of animated productions with st- like stellar casts yeah because I actually I kind of want to show my wife Invincible like 
just for the cast alone because it has so many people that my my wife loves to watch that she'd be like, oh my god! But I don't know that she could handle it. Well, listen to this. So so it was last week, late last week. Uh, James Hop messaged me and he was like, hey. Uh, I'm going to start watching it was the like invincible or it was like Jupiter's legacy. And I said, oh. start with events. I said, watch invincible. He's like, yeah. Oh, but he's like, you know, his wife, he's like, Kelly doesn't want to watch it. I said, have her watch it. I said, you have to watch the first episode with her. Tell her to trust me. Tell her to trust me. I said, and after the first episode message me and all that. And, uh, he did, and he's like, "Oh, she, 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 she likes it." And then at the at the end, he's like, "She loved it." I'm like, "My work here is done." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's about all I got for news. Well, uh, I, I mean, this He Man was it Re- Revelations? Yeah. It's cannot, actually it, Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Revelations. It cannot be any worse than the new adventures of He Man. Oh, that was awful. Do you guys remember that? Horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Joe, do you remember that? I I, I'm blocking things from my (laughs) mind. I saw like three episodes of it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Oh, Um, it's brutal. I think I'm going to um, post. I'll find the uh, the trailer or some kind of something from YouTube and post it on our geek page, on our vintage geek page, just to re- remind everyone just how bad it was. But it was a um, it was a a series that they did. I think it was in the '90s. Um, oh yeah, I think so. it was either '90s or like the 2000s, early 2000s. Like it was. Well, the early no, the early. It might have been. It had to be in, been late '90s because it's kind of yeah. like super stylized in like yeah. the '90s. Form. Yeah. Um. The up the early 2000s was the one that was the revival that the Cartoon Network did, which was not bad. Um. Of the Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. that was only lasted for one season, but it was it was it was pretty decent. But the new adventures of He Man, oh my god, it was so fucking bad. Is that the one where he had like the fucking he had trunks on instead of like the loincloth and shit? Yeah, he had yeah. he actually had on like blue pants and yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, like he had like a, a, a like a strap across his shirt. I mean, across his chest and blonde hair. And I like they they didn't do they didn't have like cringer or anything like that and. Yeah, it was Skeletor. more like a space pirate. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Skeletor looked horrible. The voice, the voice cast was horrible. Um, yeah, do yourself a favor, stay far away from this as possible. Oh god, it well. was it was actually 1990 was the first release. Yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? I think news wise, yeah. newsworthy wise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I just I just looked it back up just to see Skeletor. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's bad. It's super bad. It's awful. Um, so a few trailers dropped, not much. Not oh Joe, sending pictures. Yeah, really. You didn't need to like remind us. It the dude's got kind of a punisher skull yes. <laughs> on the front. And then like he looks his body his legs look like Optimus Prime. 
Right. right, yeah. And it's almost like leggings. It's like legging Optimus Prime. He's got blue skin, kind of, and almost like an over-exaggerated Thor helmet. Where, like, it's it's awful. Think um, the West Coast Avengers cartoon in the early 90s like that's how bad like that this is that's how like off this is in terms of costume design and character design <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, that's that's not good so yeah there there weren't many trailers that dropped uh we got a kind of seasons uh stranger two season through uh four trailer which was basically showed all the kids being experimented on and raised and then you get like it just pans down the hallway to 11's room and then you get a close-up of her eyes and it fades to black so it was nothing special looks like they may be kind of exploring a little bit of that more this season which is okay i guess but one of you motherfuckers said that they're like the kids are like seventeen, and I really can't see them pulling this off. This has to be the last season. Oh, I, yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't see them doing it anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it it all depends for me. It all de- like they may do like a um a time jump. Like if they do like a time jump and jump like five or 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 ten five or seven years in the future, and the story picks up. From there, then that then that could work. Yeah, I don't know. I just think you're gonna lose kind of the mystique of it because it it, it feels like an '80s kid show, and like that's what you want to be transported to. You don't really want to see this. You you want this to be era specific because. It really gives off that kind of stand-by-me vibe. It gives you that 80s feel and the imagination of an 80s child and what it was like. What Once you get them out of their pre-teens and you start playing with teenager years, like it, it, yes, it's, it gets it, a mother, little too mother, mother, Motherfucker, please. We just watched fucking WandaVision where they literally went through every goddamn decade and we loved it. So it can't yeah, but be that's fun. No, no, that, no. That's but, but, but Dave is talking about like if you, if you like the first season of Stranger Things, they're, they're in like the treehouse or in the basement and they're doing yes. all this. Well, you don't, when you're, se- you don't do that when you're 17. And shit. Like, yeah. you know. Well, well no, they're not going to be doing Dungeons and Dragons shit. Hopefully not. Uh, hopefully they're not going to try to pull that off. But and listen, I'm not the hugest you know Stranger Things fanboy. I mean, I kind of didn't like the last season. It was eh. But I'm just saying, just just the fact of them getting older doesn't for me preclude the preclude the, the show being good. Like I think if they are smart, they can write the story. If they do, if they do um, a plot device of advancing the story to keep in line with the kids ages which they have to because um you're right they look like they're fucking 17 or 18 i don't know if they're quite that old but they all look that they all do look like that so they can do it i believe Mm. no no i i'm kind of i like the last season 
I liked it a lot more than I liked the second season. Correct. Me too. That yes. first season was like the first really season was, something special. Yeah. Like the first was, season was the bomb. Yeah. So I don't know. Not like after this season, if it doesn't come back, I'm not going to be overly hurt unless it's like some ridiculously great season. But kind of the Netflix model is they do great the first three seasons and then they kind of start giving up on shows. They don't they don't have a great history with long running shows. True. I think the exception to that rule is like Ozark. Yes. Cuz even like even like fucking uh Black Mirror kind of went off the rails the last couple of seasons and that fucking thing hasn't been back either, which is kind of shocking, but and the shit that that they that is pretty good um Meaning like uh, what was it uh fucking alt- altered carbon? You fucking cancel yeah. after two seasons. Did yeah. did they did they for sure cancel it? Yeah, it's canceled. Cause I cause I stopped watching I, I, after like two episodes. I didn't. I just didn't care for Anthony Mackie in it. I just didn't. I liked it. I I, 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 I liked it. Yeah, and I, I liked it. Anthony Mackie wasn't bad. It. it it wasn't Joel Kinnaman by any stretch. Like he, Joel fucking killed that role. But Anthony Mackie did a serviceable job. It wasn't fantastic. Well, maybe it was it the wasn't story. I just, did I didn't his... care for. I didn't. From what I saw, I didn't care for the story versus the first season. I thought the first yeah. season it was it was very uh, unique storyline and introducing to a lot of things. And it was a you know it was like a CSI murder mystery in the future and everything. And um, and uh, the dude, you know, I forget his name. He was also on that. Oh God, he was a murderer on that with Keith Kiefer Sutherland on that Fox show. Joe something, Joe something. Um, yeah, he was on. Yeah. Um, oh uh, fuck, the show with the serial killer. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was Kiefer, uh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Was uh, wasn't no, it, it wasn't Kiefer Sutherland. Was it? It wasn't I'm Kiefer pretty- Sutherland. I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm, no, it was uh, no, it was uh, this dude. Um, uh, oh fuck, Kevin. Um, shit, you old fucks. I am fuck. I am old. What's this guy? <laughs> Kevin. Six degrees of separation. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. That's oh right. yeah, okay. it was Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland. All oh, that Edgar Allan Poe fucking show that. Um, Oh, the fuck's the name? Mm, son of a bitch. Now you got me stuck in the loop. This is great podcasting. Isn't it? <laughs> Motherfuckers. Well, it's funny. When, when, you were, when we were just talking about that guy, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I went to my phone to go to IMDb, and I'm like, what am I looking for? I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's like, it's, I, I actually have a Joe Carroll. And it, was, it was. That's it, Joe Carroll. Thank, thank God, for the, thank God for, for the Googles and the interwebs. Uh, it was. Kevin Bacon. The show was the following, and the, the, following. the and the, the the guy was uh, Joe Carroll. Joe Carroll. Um, that was the character's name. The James Pure Purefoy. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his yep. last name. He sure. was the he was the uh, he was the the killer in 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 the following, and he was also in Altered Carbon. Right. That's right. Forgot about that. Son of a bitch. That was yeah. a rabbit hole. Holy shit. That was, yeah. Do you guys have a six degrees of of Kevin Bacon? Can you connect yourself to Kevin Bacon? Um, I can do it in one degree. I met him in person. Actually, twice I met him in person. You suck. 
I live in. Oh, hey, you listen, live in New York. I live That's in New right. York City, so I mean, I literally saw him and his wife, Kara Cedric. Uh, I they were me and my mom were going to a movie. We're going to the movies, and they literally walked out as we were walking in, and I was like, "Holy shit, is that Kevin Bacon?" And he was like, "Yeah," and his wife had just. This was right before the closer was getting mm-hmm. ready to get started. And my mom recognized her before she recognized Kevin Bacon. And then, so I saw him that time. And then I saw him on, because he lives in, they live on the Upper West Side, which is not too far from where I live. Um, And then I saw him in a diner one day, too. And, like, I didn't bother, like, I I don't get it, like, like, I don't get, like, fan crazy or celebrity crazy. But the waiter, I asked him, I was like, is that? Kevin Bacon and he was like he gave me the, the like the low key like yeah that's him I was like all right well I I'm going to consult the oracle of bacon.org to see how I can tie into Kevin Bacon so I typed in cuz I met Michael Jordan okay uh, Michael Jordan has a bacon number of 2 which I don't know what that means <laughs> it means you can connect to to Kevin Bacon from two people from Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan, then he's been in a movie with. Oh two. no, this is, this is the wrong Michael Jordan. Damn it. <laughs> you could still do it because Michael Jordan was in space jam with Bill Murray. And then you just got to find m- movies that connect to from Bill Murray that connect well, to Kevin that was Bacon, no which fun. are pretty fucking easy. How about, um, uh, how about, uh, Koki Robert met Koki Roberts in an airport. I don't remember know who from, the fuck that is. Who the fuck is Koki Roberts? She was a freaking on ABC News, like with Sam Donaldson and all that. Oh, oh, only only you would know who that is. I fucking live in D.C. I live in D.C., Mister. I live in New York. I run the celebrities <laughs> all the time. You know. Ugh. I I can do this. I do have a connection because um. One of the shows that I started watching um, recently that I'll be talking, The Wire, Lance Reddick was, is in The Wire as Lieutenant Daniels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know him because he used to work for my aunt and uncle in Gloucester, Massachusetts before he started acting. So let's see. Wow. So, oh, Lance, right. Okay, I got him actually confused. Okay, yeah. Oh, this guy, he's been in every fucking Yeah. So, from Lance Reddick, you can connect him from Don't Say a Word to Oliver Platt, who is in Frost Nixon with Kevin Bacon. So, I have two degrees of Kevin Bacon. And if you... I bet Joe does have two. You suck with the whole... I've seen him... What movie was it that he came out of? That's what I'm. What? Uh, I have no fucking idea. I have no you, idea. You don't have any idea. I don't have an idea. Like it wasn't the actual. Like he was coming out of the the building, so we were going into the building. So I don't know which individual movie theater movie he, he was watching. Not that I fucking even care. So for Joe, Michael Jordan would be Looney Tunes back in action, which isn't right. You could do. Who the well? I guess Looney Tunes back in action had Frank Welker in it, who was in Balto with Kevin Bacon. So you have a two degree too. Okay. 
Interesting. I can sleep at night. No, I, I can, can too. Although you're you could have slept anyways, Mister. I met Kevin Bacon in a diner and in a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking hater. <laughs> I am. I kind of. That's. I mean, Kevin Bacon has always sounded like one of those guys who's just kind of cool to talk to and chill with. So that you know, that's one of those celebrities you can't really be. It doesn't seem you're ever going to be disappointed in meeting. Um. So another trailer that dropped was The Protégé, which has Maggie Q and Michael Keaton and loads of others, which shows Maggie Q being kind of a slighted CIA operative who's going after the people who did her wrong. And it looks fucking good. It's got some good action. I think Michael Keaton is going to be playing a good role. I really fucking... I like his resurgence the last decade or so the stuff that he's been doing has been really really good so super I actually psyched. I liked him in the role he played um in the RoboCop reboot which I didn't really particularly mm. like the, the 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 reboot but I liked the role that Michael Keaton played in that yeah he's never really done like he's never made horrible horrible movies where you're like ooh he just really took a setback from acting a ton and he never got into like the bat like ho- like horrible movie yes category he just of shit. he just didn't take every freaking role that was right. in front of him you know <clears throat> nicholas cage yes <laughs> well. exactly like you offer nick cage five dollars and a and a fucking half gram of cocaine he's doing your <laughs> movie like that dude's that dude does everything my wife one day saw a movie we're gonna get something from Redbox. she's like "Ooh, nick cage and i looked at it, i go no 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 this is like a fucking vod movie that we wouldn't waste our time with there's no way we're watching this actor's job are to act so and i think <laughs> like a long time ago when when michael kane was in like every movie and some person asked him about him being overexposed or something. He goes, yeah, I, I sometimes think about that in one of the five different houses that I can stay in. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 it's like, F you, dude. So, oh my gosh. But no, the, the protege looks good. Looks fun as From fun, the makers so. of John Wick. So Yeah, from the studio that brought you John yeah. Wick. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, Thanks. like... um. We're going to talk about one of the movies I saw uh, later on, but like I'm in this really outside of the whole Marvel superhero genre, which I'm being a geek, comic book geek, I'm, I'm always going to be locked into. Like, I'm really just, I just want to go to the movies and enjoy the movie. That's, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I just wanted some good action. It doesn't have to be over the top special effects, but give me some good action and a plausible plot, and I'm I'm that's what I'm good. That's what I'm down for. So that's what this looks like, and hopefully it'll be good. Also, I saw Samuel L. Jackson in it, and that's I actually right. yeah, and I actually think he's the like. I think from the the what I got from the trailer, he is her mentor, and he. Yes. Something happens to him. I don't know if he gets killed or taken out or lame or whatever. But uh, and then that's when she goes. That's when she goes badass. So and she Maggie Q. We were talking about her before. She was in Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. Yep. But 
I know her from um, Die Hard. Uh, what is it? What was it? What was it? Die Hard four or five? The one with the, the live the free and die hard. Yes, and yep. she was fucking. She kicked ass in that movie. So I'm always I've always been a fan of hers. Yeah, yeah. She she's definitely she's actually. I started watching a show that I never I kind of fell off of and never went back to, but it was really good show. Really kind of interested in how it goes. Um, which was uh, Nikita or something like some kind of, it was a Nikita show. I can't remember if they put the La Femme or whatever, but it was a, it was basically a Nikita show and it was really interesting. Um, she does action really incredibly. So, yeah, you know, it, it, her in that kind of spy thriller ass kicker role makes a ton of sense. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little distracted because I just came up with another geek versus geek question, and I can't. I have to write it down before I lose it. Um, all right. <laughs> Great podcast. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the the last uh, trailer that dropped the big trailer, the the fucking Mac Daddy of the trailers for this week was Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, Dunk, I don't think we've ever heard what you thought of the first Venom movie. Well, if you listen to my old podcast, you I, have, because I, I reviewed it on that. I don't, I guess I don't, I don't remember. remember what you said. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. I, <laughs> I, I re- remember enjoying, oh, I remember what I, I think, I think that was a movie where I, I canned, my favorite, my 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 famous flawed but fun review. Mm, um, yeah, it was flawed, but it was fun. Like it, it had a lot of flaws. Um, I but it was fun. Tom, but it was fun. I I like Tom Hardy. I like how they how they handled the Venom character, even though they weren't comic accurate. They weren't you know respect respectful of the story. But you had to know that going in. If you know anything about Venom, and if you know anything about his history, you know that if there's no Spider-Man in this movie, that it's not going to be comic accurate, and they're going to they're going to be Sony's going to take some liberties. So I went into it with that mindset, and I wasn't horribly disappointed. There were a bunch of things that I was like, "Really, come on, really," but the action was good. The special effects were decent. And Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy did a, a, a really decent representation yeah. of Eddie Brock. Yeah. I think I, I know when I watched it, I, I what like it does. You're right. It has fucking huge problems in it, but it's the way Tom Hardy did in that movie, the way he acted off of himself and, and, doing the venom voice and the back and forth between the two really sold me on that movie like it, i know he can pull this character off so i'm not worried about that it um to me it was probably i had a lot of fun with the movie because i like you said knew the history and knew that they couldn't do a true venom story without spider-man so to me it was you know this was alternate history rewriting itself so it, to me it wasn't bad it, i 
totally enjoyed myself. I think I probably ended up giving it like a high Padawan of rewatches, probably slipped to a Padawan, somewhere around that range. But this trailer kind of, the one thing it really did, I, I think, Dunk, you said it, was that them fixing Carnage's hair, Woody Harrelson's yeah. hair. Huh. Was fucking huge because that fucking sideshow Bob bullshit. Oh my god, yeah. that was oh, so yeah. bad. That was, was so horrible. corny. The end of that movie, yeah. man. Yes, but yeah. uh, I think that was the biggest flaw in the flawed yeah. but fun <laughs> critique. Yeah, was, was that fucking like, dude? Like, you could have, you could have. I would have preferred him not even just keep him bald, like like yeah. Woody Harrelson is in real life. Just keep him bald. Don't give him that bullshit. Yeah, when uh. Actually, I and I'm not worried about him pulling off Carnage because he's played a fucking psycho killer before yes. in Natural Born Killer. So love that movie. I, yeah, me too. Oh my god, I, mm, I I have stories about that fucking movie. Holy shit! Um, but I know he can do crazy. I know he can do a serial killer. So I am totally not worried about how they're gonna portray this whole carnage thing i i think maybe the they might push a little too hard with the comedy that like some of those bits with him cooking and shit seemed a little slapsticky but at the same (laughs) time i'm like whatever like like that eh, bit with the ketchup ketchup yeah and then yeah. like squeak like that was like all right. Well, ho- hopefully, hopefully that's a small part of it, yeah, and exactly. it's, it's more focused on the action and and the and the fighting and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I I think the trailer looks good. I think Carnage looks great. I I hope that they show him finished with a little more red because he looked really dark. I really want to see a like bright, vibrant red for that yes. character. Um, axes, but, you know, hands turning into axes, and absolutely, like it, he really needs to be crazy and psychotic, and I think it'll pull off. But I think it looked really good. I, I think I'm gonna have a good time. I, I again, I don't think that Venom was a bad movie. I think it had huge flaws, but it, you know, it's they're not on a horrible path like Spider-Man Three or some shit like that, like. Right, they kind of seem to have their shit under control right now, so that's kind of nice. Um, I guess that's it for shit we've watched. Um, uh, real quick, I'll just say that I I did start watching The Wire after hearing nothing but incredible things. I think I started watching it because I had heard Wyatt Russell had a part in The Wire, like that was one of his first acting gigs. I didn't realize it was also like Michael B. Jordan's first acting gig. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I, I'm not gonna lie, Michael B. Jordan is a better actor when he's like fucking 14 years old than he is as an adult. Because he actually pulls off that character so far. I'm only like, I don't know, five or six episodes into the first season. Yeah. So, like, he actually does. He's doing really well with that character. It's like, yeah, where the fuck is this kid's acting? now why can't he act like that now so but i'm fucking loving it i fucking yeah that's incredible that is a great that is that is one of my um i would say it's hard to rank it's hard for me to rank that in 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 t in terms of how far high it it is in term in, in like 
top 10, top 20. It is one of my favorite. I'll just put it down like this. It is one of my favorite TV shows. Um, and it is one of the rare TV shows, I think, where I enjoyed all seasons, all five seasons. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a lot of TV shows, they have this drop-off quality or they have a bad season. And some people may argue and say season two um, was the the weakest um, season. And I can understand that argument. But, and, and David, I'll be really interested to see what you say. Um, because when you're going through season two and you don't know how it connects, you're like, okay, what the fuck? It's the same players, but... You, you you're like this is you know it's the same characters and it's the same general but it, it season two does kind of veer off but mm-hmm. it plays an integral part in the entire in the overall story and they bring right. everything full circle and I, I I'm really I would have to really really dig deep to see if there were like any glaring plot holes or anything that like you know, they left un like any plot lines that they left un un, un unexplored or un, or tied up. Like I think that's one of the very few TV shows that I've seen that is a complete story, and they did a very good job of dealing with the, the characters and the storyline. So I definitely think that's a great show. That's nice. a, that's always a show. That's always a show I've heard about that I've wanted to start watching. So. What's it? What's yes. it on, David? On Netflix? Or? HBO Max. HBO yeah, it's on Max. HBO Max. Oh, yeah, and go. it's, and I mean, I enjoyed this show. I enjoyed that show better than the 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 Sopranos, which got way, way more, um, way more uh, publicity, and mm-hmm. um, and I also enjoyed that sh- better than Oz, which was you know crazy at the time. But that show, you want to talk about um, casts and people that came out of that. Like there's so many people that came out of that cast, you know. I mean, the biggest one I think by far is Idris Elba. Yeah. Um, he came out of that cast. Um, but Dominic West, Michael K. Williams, Michael B. Jordan, um, uh, Wendell Wendell Pierce, who's who plays uh, who plays in a lot of things. Uh, you know, uh, Lance Riddick, yeah. uh, Method Man was in it. Chad Coleman, Frankie Faison, like there's a lot of people that you you go you go and like um and you look at some of the things like Game of Thrones, you know, uh Littlefinger came out of mm-hmm. came out of uh The Wire. Uh Seth Gilliam from he's in uh whatchamacallit, uh The Walking Dead, you know? Great show, great show. Yeah. Nice, very nice. Uh, gentlemen, anything you've seen before we get into like the the shit that we've all kind of watched? Joe, do you want to go first? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about Jupiter's Legacy. We're going to talk about Bad Batch. We're going to talk about Love, Death, Robots. But I don't think there's anything. Oh shit! I forgot about Love, Death, Robots. I don't, I don't think there's anything else that I've really that I can think of that I've seen. Uh, this pa- this past week or so that that we haven't already all of us haven't watched. Uh, only thing I saw I think was um, that you guys probably didn't see was um, Wrath of Man. 
I went to actually went to the movies to see that. That's my that was my weekend. Me and my lady went to go go check that out. There's a second movie I've gone to see in a movie theater. Uh, King uh, Godzilla versus Kong was the first one, and very similar experience. Went to a different movie theater. Um, we went to an early show, so it was like three o'clock or something like that. And um, literally, there was like maybe ten other people in the whole entire theater, um, which I was loving. It. I'm loving it. So, um, and Rafa Man is you know Jason uh, Statham movie. And what I said earlier about wanting movies that just deliver action and a decent plot. And this actually was pretty, pretty good. It, I will say this. I was a little bit expecting some more action. But, um, and you guys have seen the trailer for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of familiar with the present, with the premise yeah. Uh, statement. He plays. Uh, he joins the security company, and you're not qu- quite sure why he joins and what's his motivation. But you do know it has something to do with the opening sequence where uh, some people uh, get shot. He joins uh, the security company. They put, they run armored cars. So there's an armored car heist that that begins the movie, and a few people get killed, and you're not quite sure who gets killed or why but um Jay, you you can it's pretty obvious from the beginning that Jason Statham has a uh, has a, a a personal connection and it unfolds in in a very methodical way and it was good like uh Scott Eastwood is in it uh Clint Eastwood's son um Laz Alonzo the guy who plays Mother's Milk from The Boys is in it Oh yeah yeah um Josh Harnett, who I haven't seen him in a while, he's in it. Holy shit. J- Jeffrey Donovan from, um, what was that spy show on USA where he played a spy? Oh, uh, Burn Notice. Yep. Yes, he was in it. Plays a, a decent. So, and it had, the, it, the parts where you think you know what's going on, you don't know, and then the parts where you think you don't know what's going on, you actually kind of guess. So I I enjoyed the movie. The, the movie I enjoyed the movie experience. I can't wait to get back into going to the movies on a regular basis. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna give this one um, a strong padawan. Nice. Yeah. yeah when uh, you know, just to kind of reemphasize how fucking old I am. You said that spy show on USA, and my first thought was Silk Stockings. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Fuck you guys, okay? Yeah. Holy Jesus. You thought I'd pull that bullshit out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you saw this past week, Tawny Katane died. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The fucking chick from the White Snake videos got passed around like all the rock groups forever, and then fucking... Ended up being like a junkie or some shit, I think, for a long time. So, mm. yeah, that's too bad. She was hot. Mm. Super hot back in the day. You pulled sick, silk oh, stockings yeah. oh, wait, out of I, your ass. I, I know. Okay, I'm kind no. of proud of myself for that I, one, to be honest. I, I, just, I, messaged, <laughs> I messaged you guys today about it. I just started watching Dark Side of the Ring on Hulu. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I'm, I'm jumping around. I watched the first episode, which was about uh, Macho Man and, and yeah, that Elizabeth. whole thing. Elizabeth. And then I watched the one about Bret Hart, and then I watched the one from season two about Owen Hart. 
And yeah. that Owen Hart episode is awesome. I mean, oh. I, I I didn't know all the details, or maybe I've forgotten it, but that is just just terrible to think about. And and see, seeing the stuff and just showing like the family life with him and all that, where it, it's just such such so tragic. Are you talking family. about his his the, his death in the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was fucked up was the fact that. They had to the wrestlers who their <sighs> close knit group had to wrestle on the same fucking mat where the, there were blood stains. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That it was oh, ridiculous. I was like, that was like I'm like yo, how could they not like? It's I think a fucking the, crime like, scene. I un- I understand. Yeah. yeah, it was a crime scene, honestly. But I can understand the show must go on. I can understand that logic and that show business kind of thing. But you you mean to tell me that y'all could they couldn't fucking find some way to cover like replace that tarp or whatever that material is? Yeah, that was fucked up, man. Well, and I remember, I, re- I specifically I, hold on, I specifically remember watching the Raw after that pay per view. I don't think I watched the live that live pay per view, but I watched the Raw the Raw after it and that Monday night. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that was the most surrealist thing I've seen on fucking NWWF, WWE um, watching. Like, that was fucking surreal. Well, I I actually watched that pay-per-view. And they sat there. I remember them doing a back, like, one of those backstage film promos. And then them, there was, like, kind of a little bit of a delay. Not, like, not much. Maybe, like. 10 seconds or something and they cut to jim ross and jerry lawler and they just have this fucking look of like absolute horror on their face so they're like um folks there was a uh an accident and you can tell they kind of don't want to go on and they're being told we're going to keep going and they're they're like we don't know the status they knew he had died they're like it was fucked up i remember watching it like they're like Owen fell from the rafters in their entrance, and they didn't give like huge details or anything. But they're like, and he's been taken to the hospital. It was like the realest moment you've ever seen on wrestling. And fucking Jerry Lawler's face for a dude who over tans mm-hmm. was white as a fucking ghost. Right, like, just fucking pale. You can tell it was like just one of those moments, and you're like. Holy shit, I can't believe they're going on. That whole Dark Side of the Ring series is amazing. Like, Chris Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers. That dude was a fucking mat technician like no one's business. And when he died, I was devastated. And then when the fucking news came out about what he did and what happened, it was amazing. That Dark Side of the Ring is fucking mind-blowing. Like I gotta, I gotta watch this series. Yeah. Oh my god, it is. So, they they talk about there's a bunch of there's like I think ten episodes or some shit like that. I think the first ep- uh, season is like six. It's like six. It's something. like I think there's six or yeah. on the first season and ten on the second. Yeah, and each one deals with something where you're just like, holy shit! Like the Jimmy Snuka one's pretty fucking shocking. Um, uh, the there's 
the Doctor Death one. Uh, I, David Schultz. The, the David Schultz one's pretty entertaining. Like why he got blacklisted for hitting that fucking reporter. They're all really well done. If you're into wrestling, it is a must-watch series. It's fucking amazing. But that Owen Hart one is absolutely devastating. It it breaks your heart. Yeah, seeing everything that happened, like that dude's family life and everything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. I re- I the going back to the Chris Benoit story for a second. I re I remember watching. It was something like Vice or something like that. They did a, an expose on that, and that, that's when. What happened? The Dark Side of the Ring is on Vice. It actually okay. they they drop it on Hulu, but there's like Vice does this Dark Side of the Ring series. Okay, and so that yeah. was the first episode, the first two episodes of the second season. Okay, yeah, that that story was fucking heartbreaking too. Like, well, like just the the shit. Like, like what imagining those last minutes of his family was just like fuck. Yeah, yeah. They um, back in the day, I used to listen to Chris Jericho's podcast, and um, he had Chavo on, and they were talking because I love WCW Cruiserweight era. Th- those dudes were the most talented fucking people on any roster at any given time. Like they were just magnificent wrestlers, and. So Chavo and Chris were like talking about Eddie and everything and being that era, and they started talking about Benoit and what it was like. And they're like, you, "Like you just don't understand the the gravity of how his life ended in the person we knew. Like that, it's night and day. There, it's completely opposite. And it, it's it's an amazing podcast just to listen to them talk about everything that happened and including after they examined Chris's brain and it was like fucking Swiss cheese and like just fucking how mentally damaged he was and all that. Like it's really absolutely heartbreaking, but that fucking that dark side of the ring with, cause they talked to um, Chris Benoit's son and Nancy's sister throughout the whole thing and it, they're just like, like you can tell both of them like love Chris, but like can't forgive him for what what he did and like the way he did shit. Like it's just fucking brutal. It it sucks because that dude was so talented. Like he could have gone down as probably the greatest individual wrestler of all time, right. and his legacy will never be that because of how he ended his family's life and then himself. It's just yeah. a fucking shame. But if you haven't watched it, fucking watch it. Dark Side of the Ring is phenomenal. It, there's not really a dud of an episode. They're all kind of interesting in their own way. Own way. Like, the New Jack episode is fucking a riot, dude. Like, that dude's crazy as shit. But it's a fun episode to watch where you're just like, this dude got away with almost like murder basically in the ring at times. So give it a, give it a shot. Definitely. Uh, so that was it for you, Dunk too. That, uh, other, that other movie. Uh, Rafa, Rafa man. Oh, I I watched, um, Friday night. I watched the, uh, 
the Justice Society of America. Oh World shit! War II. Oh fuck! We did. Yeah, no, we did watch that. We all did watch that. Good oh, lord, okay. man! Yeah. Fucking. I know. We're getting old such idiots. Sucks. Good yeah. lord. Getting old sucks. Jesus. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the only that's the thing I watched besides the other two things we watched. All right. Well, um, fuck it. Let's let's jump into Justice Society because I totally forgot about that and kind of rightfully so. Joe, I'll let you take it away, sir. Because oh, this is no, your shit. Oh yeah. Anything I love. Anything Justice Society, and I, I I read some not so favorable reviews on it, so I was like, oh no. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I the and I think I messaged you guys. There's really no need for the current Flash being in this movie. This should have just been just a straight World War II Justice mm-hmm. Society movie, and that's it. So, because yep. he really didn't bring, he it really his storyline really didn't mean anything besides the Speed Force being cut in half as far as the powers between him and Jay. Because uh, I would rather have more Jay Garrick. You know, I love Jay Garrick. So. But uh, I loved uh, I loved the uh, uh, I loved the voice acting. I thought the I thought the animation style and the storyline w- was good. I really liked the last the last twenty minutes with the you know some character deaths and that were really well done. Um, and uh, I, I would I would love to see them continue to do some JSA stuff. And I know they won't because they got to do Batman. Superman everything but I also I also like what they did with with Superman in this character because this is kind of like a this is kind of like an Earth 2 type situation um, this isn't just you know something in the past of Earth 1 this is an alternate universe like Earth 2 so Superman isn't you know like the founding member of the Justice Society you know they're they're already doing battles and and they're doing it in secret uh, with the government and things like that so um I thought it was interesting how they, you know, how he came, how he came into the fold, but, uh, I give it, I give it a high pad on one. I really, I really liked it. And it was something I would watch again. Dunk. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't probably not go as high as a, as a high pad on one. I would give it a solid, a solid, solid middle of the road padawan um for many of the same reasons why joe did why joe liked it i don't know i i i'm i haven't seen any reviews or critiques about it so i'm i would be interested to know like what people didn't like about it um the animation style was not my favorite so that kind of took away from it for me but i did enjoy a justice league or a dc story without batman or superman being prominently involved exactly Exactly. i i enjoyed it and i agree with you jay i mean joe that the jay um the 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 flash story um he he the the earth earth one flash was really wasn't necessary and i think they could have they missed a chance to do more with dr fate um oh yeah and I thought they were going to do that, and then maybe they're going to do more of that if they do another movie. But like, he really wasn't in it as much as I thought he should have been. Uh, but the storyline was good. The action was good. I enjoyed 
seeing Wonder Woman kind of take point and be the leader and being a badass. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, I I really I I enjoyed it. I definitely definitely enjoyed it. Well, so and I it, would g- give it, it gave. A, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I, was, I would give it a solid padawan. Yeah, and it ga- it gave me you know with how they had you know, with what happened with Aquaman like Flashpoint paradox type yes. vibes which which I yes. liked with that so that that was and that cool. was a good fight that was a good fight between mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah, so it was I. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed it like to a point. I I agree. I think pulling in that the the Earth Prime Flash was kind of weird and not needed, but also it was kind of a weird Elseworlds story because it didn't seem like there was really a Justice League on this Earth yet, or that the heroes even really knew much of one another in Earth Prime. So it felt like kind of a beginning to like, oh, this is how the Justice League is going to get set up, but it's going to get help from the Justice Society. So uh, to me, it was kind of not needed. I would have just preferred a straight Justice Society movie and not have to cross worlds and all that shit. That it's it's not needed. Um, I think it's an it, interesting concept of them working kind of behind the the scenes in world war Two and and not and kind of playing on the whole hitler being obsessed with the occult thing i i dug that i dug the voice casting the the art the animation i'm with dunk it was kind of off for me i it felt like a little bit of the darwin cook new frontier mixed with the new 52 and it didn't there was something just a little bit off about it that yeah. i wasn't digging yeah. but it didn't take away from the movie as a whole for me it just kind of was like yeah i would have liked to see these characters done a different way or drawn a different way um that being said it's it's a padawan it's you know it's not super high up there i don't know if i would revisit it again but it's definitely not on the low end of DC animation by a long shot. So it, it really hits that middle of the road for me. I think this, it totally would have been served as a standalone justice society movie. And I think it would have been a much higher rating. Yeah. Well, yeah. unless, unless they're using this to be the catalyst for just like they did flashpoint paradox where the, the DC animation universe became the new 52 if they're gonna do that for this now that with the flash going back starting the justice league with superman and and we're gonna have more off of that then i understand it but if if not it was a it was it was an absolute waste of a storyline uh Mm -hmm. about just him you know with you know him and iris and then coming back it just it again and him being over there it wasn't besides Jay not being able to run as fast because, you know, they're splitting the speed force. There was really nothing else that he did to do. Really? I mean, he really didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. I think the whole point of him being there was just, he need, they, he needed to see yes. that they're, that the, that they're 
other heroes working together would be, you know, would be a good thing for the world. So I think that was the entire purpose of him being there. That was it. Correct. He didn't save anything. He didn't. I mean, he did, but he didn't really like. He he helped, but he didn't save anything. Like you know, or like or prevent something or a villain going back in time or trying to alter the timeline or anything like that. he didn't do anything like that so his 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 existence there uh only served to just say hey you when you get back to your timeline you could you should really you know get your friends together and go fight crime <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Get your friends together. Go fight crime. Go on okay. out there. Go out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Have fun well, storming the castle, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Um, So I guess we'll go from one comic book property to another with Jupiter's Legacy, which I said I would not watch all in one day. And I would like to say I lied. Um, I watched all this in one day while I was working as background noise. And not going to lie, I probably enjoyed it more than most people because I wasn't paying a ton of attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> that I can, um, I can see that on the when they have the, uh, the, the TV trailer with your name yeah. under it. I think I liked it more just because I wasn't paying attention to it. David Isaac, Barry yeah. Vermont. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, I got done watch like, quote-unquote watching it. But, uh, you know, I I got where it was going. I think people are like, oh, my God, it's so drawn out. It doesn't need – I didn't mind any of that because I was working. And I wasn't, like, completely just spending my time watching this show. Which, again, is weird, but it helped this show because I, I didn't feel like I needed, I, I was missing out on stuff. They were going slow enough for me to pay somewhat attention and get the story. But I get why people were like, oh, this show's fucking slow. It doesn't need to be here for this long. It doesn't need to do it. I get it. I, I, you are not fucking wrong. Um I'll say the graphics looked pretty good for from what I was really paying attention to. Um, all of it seemed it was entertaining and shit. I would I'm gonna give it a high padawan because I didn't have the same problems people did because I was working and not paying attention. And it's to me, it was just one of those perfect shows to kind of have on in the background. I think if I were to watch this, and, and like be involved in the show, it would probably be a Padawan to a low Padawan. But being on his background noise really didn't bother me. Really, kind of was enjoyable because it made my day go by. And that's the best thing I can say for it. Joe, interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I tell you this: if this show had come out. Five years ago, it mm -hmm. probably would be a a Jedi. Just yep. but we we're worse. There have been so many excellent shows in the meantime. You know, Mandalorian, and you know now we're talking about Invincible, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Umbrella Academy, 
all this that this this should have come out sooner i i think um because i mean there's i think there is a great show in here somewhere the mm-hmm. the 1929 storyline and the island and all that it just that went on for way too long i mean when people i, I listen to people talking about you know the flashbacks i'm like no the 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 flashback is the majority of the show it's not that's not like Right. A flashback is when you say flashback, it'd be oh, there's a scene. No, the movie is a flashback. You know, the the stuff that's in the present day is, I think, in the minority of the movie. Um, yeah. And again, I've never read the comic book, but apparently, in the comics, the show focuses much more on the younger superheroes. Where in this version, they focus on you know the th- the the three guys. Uh, you know. The, uh, brainwave and uh, I was about to say Omni Man, uh, Utopian, and uh, um, fuck, who would who you know? See, I can't even I forget I the other dude's name now. I I can't I I couldn't tell you yeah. either. So yeah, so but it was and, like and be- dark something. Like he he was like kind of a Batmanish figure, but I can't ever remember what his character's name was. Yeah. Well, oh, you talking about the. Uh... Who the the black guy? No. It the friend who helped um whatever the fuck his name is. Um this fucking show is all Sky Fox? Yes. Yeah, Sky Fox. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but but so you know, because we have all these shows to judge this against, you know, then it makes me like ask questions like uh you know Okay, if they got their powers from these aliens on this planet, so then where did all these other superpowered people and villains come from? Um, right. You know, like so, I start asking these questions because I think I should, f- f- because this is the kind of show it is. I mean, it's just, um, but but th- but some things. I don't I don't know how many spo- how much spoilers we want to get into. With Fuck this. it! If you ain't watched okay. it, you're shit out of luck. So my, so my, like my thing was, like, how did Brainwave, who's his brother? know how to clone this person right i mean did it did did he i don't know because they don't i mean they don't really explain a lot it's it's Mm -hmm. um you know i i would have listen if if you're gonna do this and just be in 1929 like i would have loved to see um you know they made mention of not doing enough during like world war ii and everything Right, I would love to mm-hmm. see that because I, you know, sh- show it like a la like the Watchmen movie. You know, uh, show them what they did in the Korean War. Show them all this kind of stuff because I mean I think I think that would have been more interesting. I do like the t- I, I do like stuff in that time period. I do yeah. love stuff back in that. Um, but it's it's you know when you when you watch when you get shows like Watchmen on HBO, the series and the Boys and Invincible. It, it's pretty hard if you're not like really awesome right out the <laughs> gate in the first you know couple of sh- couple of shows um but uh other than that i mean i love the costumes uh yeah i, I loved his i love lady liberty's costume i like the colors that she had um but i don't know i don't know why i don't know again i didn't read the comics but why would you change the source material so much because, but because this is not like something mainstream that a majority of people are going to know you changed anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Um, 
But I, and people are saying, oh, I hope it gets a season two. This is guaranteed to get a season two, probably a season three, because Netflix bought Miller World, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Okay. Yeah. So right. if you think they're not going to renew their very first production of the of this of this buying this production studio, you're out of your mind. So yeah. it, this may be something that they thought was going to go five seasons that may only now go three. But I I guarantee you we're getting at least another season. Um, and I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know Ben Daniels who played Brainwave, I thought he was a villain from the beginning. Yeah. Because uh, he's just a guy who looks like he plays a villain. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, I don't know. But uh, I, I did like special effects. I didn't have a problem with. I know a lot of people did have a problem with it. Uh, I Again, I just... I I would have I would have rather either, either stay in the 20s or stay in the now. But it, it just... It be, I thought we were going to see a... A, a and I think we mentioned this on the on our last show is that I thought this was going to be a like kind of a mix between Kingdom Come and you know the the boys and things like that where mm-hmm. you know Kingdom Come you've got the younger generation of superheroes um, who who take things more into their own hands which is literally what this gets into about the code right you know the, about mm-hmm. his you know the Utopians code is we don't kill we don't get involved in politics we don't get involved in world affairs that's not our job and then you have, now you have you know the 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 newer heroes and some of the older heroes saying you know well maybe that worked in the 30s but that's not present day so we need to take a more active role and so that's that's what it turns into this whole thing as 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 people start getting you know um super villains start doing more than just robbing banks that's kind of the whole yeah. premise of it. They start to really, you know, amp it up. So, uh, but again, I, I like you, David. I think I, I think I watch it in two sittings, and uh, I did find myself on my phone a little bit, you know, not paying attention. Uh, but uh, I'll give it, uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a strong Padawan. It was, it was enjoyable, but it was not as as bad as what everybody, some of the things I've read about and, and seen people on on YouTube about. Um, I'll I'll take any any really good superhero stuff I can get, and like I said, if this had come out five years ago, uh, we'd be looking at it in a totally different light. Yep, absolutely. Dunk, sir. Yes, I agree. I won't. I won't. I can't add too much to the discussion you guys had. You pretty much covered everything um, that I kind of was feeling. I did watch it probably. I think in three sittings. I think I watched it. Some I watched. I started watching it Friday night. Got a couple. Got like one or two. Actually, I think Friday night I got one episode in the first one, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Saturday I watched like two or three, or maybe four, and then like I, I closed it out on Sunday. I I I agree. I think this suffered from bad timing. I think even I I think if this had even come out prior to Invincible. I think it would have been. I think it would have been better. I think it would yes. have done. It, it would have done well. I think Invincible coming out like, uh, and even if it maybe if it had given Invincible some time to get off of people's radars, yeah. it might have even did better. But Invincible, I think, just was one of those topic or one of those shows that just sucked all the air out of the out of, out of the room that because it was so great. Um, I didn't hate this. I really didn't. 
um, I really, once you looked at the complete story, I enjoyed the complete story. And I think what it did for me was two things. It did give me, it, it kept my interest enough that I want to see where the story goes. So I'll, I'll definitely check in for a season two. And more importantly for me, being a, a comic book geek, it got me interested in reading the comic book. Um, oh, which, nice. you know, I didn't, I, I had, I knew about the comic book, but I didn't, never read it. So after seeing this, I'm like, and the same thing with Umbrella Academy. Like I had, I, I knew Umbrella Academy was based on a comic book, but I never read it. After seeing the f- the first two seasons of Umbrella Umbrella Academy, I was like, "Holy shit!" I ran to to where I get my comic books from, and I was so fucking disappointed in the source material. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Umbrella Academy is a hard hard read. Um, the art is very very distracting. The story is quirky. I very much enjoy the the Netflix show more than a comic books. Uh, material which is not the norm usually it's the opposite but this one i i i i've heard from someone else who 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 read the books and said it's a it's a it's a it's a better read and you know i think we talked about mark millar or mark miller how we you know i we enjoy his his work so i'm looking forward to reading the comic book uh and the only other the only other thing i will say about the show is the the going back and forth between the two time periods was very distracting and it and I agree with you it took too long but the interesting thing for me was that I enjoyed Josh Dumel's character his acting mm-hmm. and his story more in when he was Sheldon Sampson before he got yes. his powers huh. than after he got his powers and he was basically this unfeeling un above it all superman character like he was so boring and every time he was on screen I, as as utopian i was fucking like oh god get this guy off screen i enjoyed his performance m- way more when it was the build up and going to the backstory mm-hmm. so that was just that was my take i mean i'll i'll give it i'll give it a, a padawan as well it 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 probably should get a soft Padawan or a low Padawan, but I'll just I'll just say middle of the road Padawan. Yeah, it to me, if I think this would have served better episodically instead of dropping all at once. I think. Yeah. Yes. It, honestly, this is it's involved, and you're you're trying to tell a story, and you're not giving it each episode time to breathe and time for people to take in what you just watched because you're literally going through the whole however many hours story that this is you know close damn near six hours without a break and you're trying to ingest it all and if you're not paying attention then some of the you know it's some of the stuff doesn't seem repetitive or like kind of slow because you're not paying attention but if you're sitting there paying attention it's like you you're just going from one episode to the next and it's kind of drawn out like it's not it's giving you questions and not answering those questions but at the same time it's like trying to keep you in suspense 
but you know you're getting the answer in a little bit, so you're kind of impatient with it. I think if you give this time to breathe, it works better. It gives you time to sit there and reflect on what you've watched in each episode. And I think this is the one series that has not really benefited from a binge kind of opportunity. And it's kind of sad because I think there, Joe said it, there's a great show in here somewhere. They just don't quite know where it is yet. Um, Let's go to the next Netflix show, which is season two of Love, Death, Robots dropped Friday night or Friday day, I guess. Um, I love the first season of Love, Death, Robots. I give that season a fucking Jedi all day long. Every episode to me was interesting and intriguing and smart and... um, to me, it made that that first season was really super enjoyable. Like there wasn't really a bad episode or an episode that I really disliked. And then this season was kind of meh. There were good good episodes, but not in every one. I think there was solid episodes, which are not at all what I felt like. I don't think that there is a... I think every episode in the first season was solid. Or yes, I agree, solid. I agree Super with you. Super good. 100%. This, this one had a solid episode or two, but the whole the season as a whole really didn't flow with one another. It was kind of... Um, it it was kind of flat. I think the animation was super, like, really incredible in almost every episode, but the mm-hmm. storytelling was just kind of blah, whatever. Wasn't it? Didn't keep my interest at all. What it didn't peak anything inside me. So I, I think as a season as a whole, I'd probably give it a little padawan. And I think the only thing that's saving me, saving it from a Jar Jar for me is that I think the animation was really, really stellar. And there was probably two episodes that I really liked that would I probably give a high battle on to the rest of the storytelling just dropped for me where I just which two, which two, um, the, the dude who was the baby killer. Uh-huh. Um and the snow in the desert. Okay. Was yeah. really good to me. I like the the weird whale one, but I think I like the animation. I didn't really like the story as much as I like I thought the animation was fucking superb. But again, I think the animation in all of it was really outstanding. I just think the storytelling was fucking God awful and so much of it that it really just drops it down to a little padawan for me. Yeah. Um I I enjoyed the season. I it was short it was a shortened season because the first one I think had like three times as many episodes, I believe. Uh but I enjoyed the animation. I think the storytelling was 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 a bit 
not as poignant as the first one, as a first season. So I exactly. agree with you there. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you there. The first one, I, I laughed my ass off. The animated, the automated customer service where oh yeah, the, the house is attacking a lady and the robots kept says like, listen, bitch, <laughs> you keep fucking with me, I'm gonna kill you. Like not literally, but um, but yeah, like that. It was off to a great start, and then it just kind of dipped, and then the two episodes you mentioned. David are the two were my favorite. The uh poop squad where the guy was like yeah. which was so fucking weird. It was like, what kind of world you gotta be in to fucking kill babies? And then the right the snow in the desert was was also good. Um the last one I just didn't under like the the Michael B. Jordan um episode mm. was like, eh, that was a fucking throwaway. And the last one I didn't I, I kinda get what they were trying to do, but with the uh, drowned giant, but that was just kind of just like, eh. So um, I'm gonna give it a low paddle one as well. Joe, uh, yeah, I'm. I was. I'm real disappointed. I didn't. I. I only watched the first. I think I watched the first five, and I really and I stopped after that. Even though they were only twelve or so minutes long, it it it, it was like they for this season they said our. Instead of starting with what's the story and what the hook or the twist is going to be, is they started out with how is it going to look, and then we'll right. f- let's figure out a story around mm-hmm. that, uh, which is, you know, it's just it's not the it's not, this isn't the Marvel method, you know, in comic books where <laughs> yes. where they you know they pioneered that in the '60s where it's like draw the panels and then we'll come up with the the, the dialogue. It does. It doesn't work for this. I mean, the, uh, yeah, the 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 pop squad one with the the baby killer one. Okay, he all of a sudden he's he has a change of heart, and then that's the end of the story. Right. Uh, the 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 tall grass one with the train. Okay. That, there's that fucking bothered me. That was that one was like, you knew immediately that what that story was. Right. to a point and it wasn't anything new or a different take on anything to me so, it was just like, yeah nah. so 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 he, so he, i don't know this is why i'm relating like let's say let's say with that that tall grass one okay it's just okay this happens out here and that's where it stops and whatever and you see a bunch of them so do you remember do you remember when they when they did uh the remake of it was the the Twilight Zone movie, and mm-hmm. the, the 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 one with the uh, that they remade the Shatner episode of the John Lithgow was yes. Shatner with the yeah, wing yeah, of the yeah. plane yeah. and all that with the, yeah, with yeah, the creature. Yeah, yeah. So do do you remember like the the end of that episode and they're taking him away and then the creature is Steven. is oh, following God. him to yeah. you know what I mean? You find out the creature is now following him to wherever he's going, so they're going to think he's crazy everywhere he goes. Like that was the hook. That was right, the right. that's that's why like okay I get that's fun that's that's fun I that's ironic and all that but none of these had any of that the, at least the five that I saw like the that ice one with the frost whales everything looked great it was cool all that jazz so the premise of the story is he doesn't have to be enhanced to keep up with the group I, I mean yeah yeah so, basically so yeah I'm I'm yeah I low padawan I'm I was very very disappointed and um w- w- just reminds us we need more black mirror to come back out 
Yeah. Um, well, we need more good Black Mirror to come out. Like, I'm yes. Uh, it's so rough not having that kind of supernatural fucking sci-fi crazy show out there right now. That's really giving you the gut punch. To me, it did. This just didn't do it. Fuck. I, I was so looking forward to this too because that first season was just yeah. Uh, episode. I think that first season like, was motherfucker so good. Was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so we have two episodes of the Bad Batch to talk about. Um, the second episode of the season was them going to the clone that had, um, kind of abandoned his post and snuck off to off world to have a a family kind of went AWOL from the galactic empire and was trying to have a family and the bad batch went to him to see like kind of get the idea of how they could hide out which it to me it wasn't a it was almost a filler episode it wasn't super important to anything it felt like it was just a typical clone story that you'd see in Clone Wars um, wasn't anything special. Uh, the last episode was um, oh the fuck! What the hell happened in the last episode? They I know to, they, they had, had more. To, they had to get the. They had to. They uh, they crashed. They land crashed, and they had to get the had to get the part, and then the other ones. Yes. Uh, they had they had the clone the elite. Uh, non-clone troops led by uh, cr- cr- what's his name? Crosshair. 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 Crosshair yeah. So, and seeing how they performed. Uh, tracking... Yeah, I, yeah. I really liked the third episode a lot more than the second. Agreed. Um, I think Agreed. It was it was a lot more of a continuation of that first episode, which I like. I I hope they get a lot more into this recruiting and showing the beginnings of the empire and, and what they're going to do. Um, I, I, that second episode kind of did feel like a filler, but at the same time, I, I'll take all the clone Wars stuff that you give it, it to me. That second episode had a very clone Wars feeling to it. And that third episode had a very rebels feel to it. And I really mm. kind of, to me, I like the that contrast of episode. Like, you can do that with this show and till still tell their individualized story. I I enjoyed that third episode. I really am looking forward to this season. I this might be one where they could have benefited from dropping all at once. Well, see, well with this, I think we've this we've gotten a little spoiled with having seasons that were that are eight episodes even even in animation because i think what uh the what do you was it invincible was only eight episodes so we've gotten a little spoiled in that regard so we've gotten a lot spoiled (laughs) yeah we've gotten a lot spoiled yeah um this is 18 episodes or something like that this is going all the way until 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 16 episodes 16 this Jesus. is a full, full season. So they have a lot of time to kind of do some setup. So there's gonna be there's gonna be some stories that are gonna fill 
or some story arcs that are going to feel fillerish. But um, I think Dave Filoni is 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 a good enough storyteller, and he knows this universe well enough to kind of put everything and pull everything in perspective and, and tie it all together and make it make it all count. Um, I mean, the second episode was was a little bit slower, but I mean, it the purpose of it was to 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 really bond Omega with the squad, mm-hmm. you know, because they had the opportunity yeah. to leave her and they made the decision to l- let her go with the family um, because they wanted her to have a, a, a life and a, a normal life. And these were, you know, battle, battle hardened soldiers. So, and they had no experience with kids. So there's that choice. And she, they made, you know, they made the choice, but she made a different choice. And it was, so, you know, like, there's a reason why they're they're together and there's there's something that's going to you know they're bonded now so that's what that episode was really all about so i think the third episode was a lot was just more filling was filling that out and and, and advancing that storyline but i i really like the i really want to know what the and i want to i'm gonna i i I practice saying is is it the it's not the caminos the Kaminoans. 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 Thank you. Fuck. I want to know what they're up to because they are like they're not on board with this whole um, empire, with the new, the new direction that the empire is going in, and they they got they got a lot of secrets. So I'm I'm already hooked into that that subplot, and I want to see how that fleshes out because. I was having a conversation with someone at my job who just got into it and he fucking he was in, he was in love with with like the Clone Wars and Rebels. Cause I told him, I was like, listen, start with Clone Wars, then go to Rebels. And so he was like, what happened to all the clones? What happened? To-? I was like, well, that's what we're going to find out. And you have to realize there are thousands of clones out there and they all disappeared by the time um, Rebels comes around. Mm-hmm. So what happened to them? There has to be something that happened to them, so that's what I think. This is this 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 is the territory that's going to cover that. So I'm I'm excited for it. Yep, me too. Joe. Yeah, same thing. Uh, I I didn't care for episode two, and I was like, well, if this is the way the rest of them are going, I'm 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 going to be out. Um, and yeah, episode three was it was a was a nice change. I. Uh, I do. I, I'm. I, I'm more interested in the. You know the fallen. Uh, you know, like a crosshair story, mm-hmm. and yeah. how that's going to tie in. You know, later on with with the rest of the team, um, and I'm. I'm more. I'm more interested in seeing more of the start of the empire, than this girl. But I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure they're going to tie something major into it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But, so, uh, but again, I have not seen, I, I've seen maybe six, seven episodes of the Clone Wars cartoon. So, uh, I, I don't have a huge, I, I don't have a huge, like, oh, I got to watch it first thing on Friday type feeling with it. But, right. uh, 
but I, I think that I, I didn't realize that the guy does the voices of all the of all the Bad Batch. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. I hope he, he. I'm sure he's getting paid more than if he did one character. So I think yeah. that's impressive. You fucking hope so, wouldn't you? Holy shit. That's yeah. a, and they're all nuanced. None of them are the fucking. You couldn't tell if he's pulling off what a, you know. You could totally think that it's a different guy doing all the voices easily. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I I'm looking. I do look forward to it on Fridays, but it's you know again sixteen weeks. This is kind of filling the void until Loki hits, which. I'm super jazzed for, but it's also something that 16 episodes seems kind of long, but it's the only thing that the Star Wars universe has going for it right now until Book of Boba Fett in November. So you kind of, you know, they're kind of have to make this stretch for a little while. So I'm fine with 16 episodes. I'm fine with this kind of being drawn out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Isn't uh is the Mandalorian is that season 3 coming out first or no? We don't No. no it'll I be think, it's uh, the Book, Book of Boba Fett in the beginning of November and it's going to be like a four episode run or something, four or five episode run and then it brings you into the Mandalorian at the end of November. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Wow, okay. That's a, that's what I gathered because they said that last year when they made the announcements, it was that Mandalorian was going to be season three was going to be airing at the end of November. And then when they showed the teaser for Book of Boba Fett, it said November 2021. So December, I, actually. Did it say December? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at it. It's coming. It's. I'm looking at it right now. It's coming December 2021. Oh, so Mandalorian? And, is that and Mandalor- be no, Mandalorian season three goes into goes into production next year, which is this year, because this the article I'm looking at was was December of last year. So, book of the. So it'll probably be the book of Boba is gonna start in December. It'll go until. I don't know, however long, probably like eight episodes. Let's just say eight episodes. And then it'll go directly into The Mandalorian. Huh. I thought they had Mandalorian at the end of 2021 for some reason. Fuck. Well, I mean, it might have changed because, like I said, this article was written that I pulled up. I just pulled up the first thing that I could find. And this was says 2021 is Book of Boba. Huh. Boba. Boba. All right. Well, speaking of geek shit, uh, we have our results from Geek versus Geek. And don't think that it's a, a tie as of right now, but there is one response that I have not given um to this because it was messaged to me in a in on Facebook Messenger as me and someone else were having a discussion about other things and then just happened to throw his his vote in there. So we will go over the questions and answers. Uh, the question was, had Gwen Stacy lived, who would have been a more perfect fit for him, MJ or Gwen Stacy? And 
we thankfully got more answers than we did about the Tila one, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> People are but... definitely more <laughs> definitely more comfortable talking about this. Yes. But um, <laughs> I, from what was posted, it was a tie. Um, we got Mr. Marable, who said MJ. Gwen helped to get him to a point of maturity as of a as a hero by dying. That's fucked up, Eric. Um, MJ helped get him to a point of maturity. Oh, MJ helped him to a point of maturity as a man and a hero by being a wife. Okay. Paul Hart said, I grew up with MJ, so I'm going with her. Don't have a lot of Gwen exposure besides the infamous snapping panel. What are some of her best arcs or issues? I actually responded back to Paul because I don't Gwen didn't have like wasn't really a major part of the storyline except for being kidnapped here there and being Pete's girlfriend like she wasn't I can't say other than her dying like specific issues I just know how important she was to Peter's life in general yeah, I mean, I'm not the hugest Spider-Man fan, but from what I know of the lore, like, she initially was not meant to be a huge part of Peter's life. Like, she served the purpose. She was his girlfriend, first love. Um, and then she died. And that was a, a, a point of maturity for him um, as a, as a, car, as a um, superhero, to Eric's point. Yeah. But they re- they reconned her into being more of a of a of a bigger deal with some weird plot line about her having an affair with Norman Osborn and having right. a kid. So, like they reconned her into being more of a more of a of a bigger deal. And then, of course, when they introduced the Spider Verse and Spider, they brought in Spider Spider Gwen. Um, she became like a, a, a major character again. So. Well, there was also a storyline once him and MJ were married where the Jackal brought back a clone. Like, it, it was kind of part of the clone saga okay. where uh, he brought back Gwen and, like, there was... And then Ben Riley came in as the other Spider-Man and all this shit. So she did play into it later on, but there, there's her impact on Peter's life is a lot deeper than her for the time that she was around it it hit a lot deeper which is why Gwen's always thought of as one of his two greatest loves um Greg Alante just said Gwen that was it no explanation I like I like Greg's style he's like fuck it um Dante had said, if Gwen never died, absolutely Gwen, no question. And I'm extremely partial to the 90s when Peter was married to MJ. Gwen was just a better fit emotionally. They they seemed like a better fit. A friend of mine, Mac, uh, Mark Patterson, said, if Gwen had lived, then MJ wouldn't have matured the way she did. The major reason she abandoned the party girl life was because of Gwen's death and the need to be there for Peter. Gwen, on the other hand, was ready to settle down and be a partner almost from day one. Plus, at the time of her death, Peter was getting ready 
to propose. I remember uh, Stan or Jerry Conway writing about this in one of his letter columns. So it would have been Gwen. On the uh, on the other hand, MJ would probably have hooked up with a moneyed older man that she met through her modeling connections. I don't think she would have been unhappy. All over um, the place there, Mark. All over the place. Pick, <laughs> pick, a, pick a side and stick to it, Mark. Yeah, I, 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 I do know Mark, and he's kind of a old-school purist. So, yeah, he was definitely a Gwen person. I, I was glad to get his his reaction on this. Um, Cove Romero said, Felicia Hardy, let's argue, people. <laughs> like, okay. Like, no, Felicia was never a match for... Pete, come on, stop. That's Felicia, crazy. Felicia was was Peter Parker's wild wild yes. boy phase. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the the phase where he was just sowing his wild oats. Definitely stuck it in the ass. Like it was like it was just like the wild wild boy wild boy phase. So yeah, I Felicia was was fun, but not not marriage material. Yeah. Uh, Alex Holmes said. Hard choice. I'm inclined to say Mary Jane simply because she wants Peter to do better. Gwen always met him where he was, where he was, but didn't seem to ask more of him. As far as I see it, with my limited knowledge, we tend to do better in life if we have a partner that makes us strive to be better, to challenge us. It's a double-edged sword and a tough balance to strike. It's very easy to fall into a partner becoming demanding, but you want. Someone who loves you as you are, but sees your potential for more and expects you to try for that rather than become complacent. So some, some really serious arguments on both yeah, sides. I I will say that to me it's always come down to that it, it you can't go wrong with either choice, to be honest. You, you really can't. Uh both had a crazy, crazy impact on Pete's life, and both did positive things for him, and was kind of a detrimental to him at times as well. Um, the tiebreaker to this does not have to come down to me because I, again, I got private message was talking to Ty Purvis and just chatting back and forth one morning and. At the end of the conversation, he said, by the way, my answer to the question is, and the winner, Gwen Stacy. Whoa! No, no, no reason hold, hold on, hold Stacey. on, hold on a second. Hold on Ooh. a second. You, you didn't Whoa! Me, I, had, I had posted this question on the League of Geeks page, too, and I have some votes to no. go okay, over. Okay, so we this. are 4-3 Gwen right now. So I, yes, I, this, was, this is straight from Dominion voting systems from the 2020 election. 2020 yeah. election. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so here, so I posted, and I just said, hey, I didn't say what side I was on. I said, this is the argument we're having. I won't tell you which side, but would appreciate your feedback. So um, I will read some of the answers. I got a gentleman named Max Mallet says, Gwen, more down to earth. A guy named Fernando Rivera uh, answered, and he pointed up to Max's answer, and he says, this right here. So that's another Gwen vote. And then we've got 
then we've got well actually um uh, you know max said more down to earth and then somebody put the picture of her hanging with her neck snap saying poor choice of words <laughs> which was funny which was very funny oh, um, that's great. wow so wow. geeks are brutal man i know are uh, we got, got somebody named joshua wolverton who said uh who said uh, i'd say mary jane and peter persevered through everything possible including death so he said mary jane uh, Carl Reichling said 616 Glenn was bipolar. Mary Jane was always the perfect <laughs> girl for Peter. Aunt May knew it. That's why she set them up on a blind date. Uh, Gil Lomas said Mary Jane hands down. Mark Chevalier said Mary Jane. Uh, and James Pietrick said Mary Jane. So oh, that's shit. Five, that's so a five to five... Five Mary Jane, two for Gwen. So it looks like Mary wait, Jane so wins wait. by two. Holy Gee, shit! Yes, yes. Mary Jane with the fucking comeback out of nowhere. Thank you to the League of Geeks for fucking. And holy shit, their fan base came through and fucking threw me for a loop because I was like, I'm I'm gonna be honest, guys. I was on the Gwen train the whole time. That uh, to me, you don't have Peter with the morals that he has without two people specifically and that's uncle ben, well three people uncle ben aunt may and gwen and it's, yeah it, it's kind of it's kind of like the the lana lang lois lane so yes, where lana yes. lang was his smallville crush girlfriend and then he gets to the big city and that relationship with lois lane grows and that's who he's yeah. meant to be with so so, and, you know, granted, I think had Gwen lived, there would have been a future where they would have, like, worked together. I think it it it's that partnership of two minds that think alike as opposed to two people that aren't necessarily alike. Where Gwen was smarter than Mary Jane. She had more of the scientific mind. She would have been involved more in Spider-Man's life and crime fighting just because she's a scientist as opposed to Mary Jane who spent most of her time being an actress or a model and wasn't really part of the Spider-Man life. So I think in the end, Gwen would have been the one better suited for him. But I think Mary Jane did make Pete a great man and a, and a good Spider-Man, so... You can't go wrong, and holy shit, Mary Jane for the win, dunk. You pulled it out, yes. And by the way, fuck all the friends on, fuck all my friends on my page, because none of my geek friends answered me. And I was like, I pleaded with them. I was like, come on, guys, I need a win. No one fucking answered. Uh But I'll take a win. I am. I'll take a win. Mary Jane came from behind and pulled it out. Never count those fucking redheads out. Those no soul having fucking gingers always have a way to fucking pull it out from behind. That's incredible. <laughs> I really was. It's an interesting phrase there. Um, I, uh, I I so wanted to like be the, you know, like you, you know, Mary Jane wins, and I'm like, oh, hold on a minute, you know. Right. But anyway, so that that was fun. That Fraud. Was really fun. That was yeah. stolen yeah. election. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> 
I'm calling for a recount. Holy shit. Impressive. Nice. nice. Congratulations. Well dunk. Guess what, sir? You get to come at us with a question yes. now. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad I'm prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally Joe could have made all that shit up just because he didn't want to ask us questions. He's like, you no, know, what? I'm fuck I'm it. Te- I'm telling you, when it, when it, when I finally win one, it, it, uh, my question is is phenomenal. So I, and it's I and especially you, phenomenal if is especially I phenomenal if one of you gets the side that I want you to get. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So this one, I don't know, it's not as fleshed out, but all right, let's 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 do this. All right. So Geek versus Geek. Bruce Wayne, Batman, Gotham's Dark Knight. You cannot argue that he is probably one of the greatest superheroes in the DC universe, one of the greatest heroes in any universe, and probably one of the best comic book characters. Um, ever created but there are some downsides there are as a result of his just very existence there have been thousands thousands of people that have either been that have either died suffered or been maimed and just look at his number one nemesis the joker which could be argued as a direct result of Batman's existence. Without any without Batman, there is no Joker. And without without the Joker, there potentially is not the body count that comes with the Joker. Um, so the question for the geeks is would the world, and we're talking about DC, I know would the world <laughs> be better off if Thomas and Martha Wayne had been killed or or had been saved because they were actually killed. So would the world have been better mm. off if Batman was not, if, if uh, Bruce Wayne was not made an orphan? Okay. okay. Oh man, we... I thought I thought you were gonna say, wouldn't it be better off if if Bruce Wayne also was murdered? And yeah. <laughs> oh. oh no, 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 no. I because no. I can I can argue either side of this. I can't I can't argue if there's no Batman. I can't do it. I can't argue against Batman. He's my favorite. Okay. He's my absolute favorite. But <laughs> okay. I could totally argue if if it would have been better off if they had lived or died. Okay. So we have we have the question. I'm going to flip of the proverbial digital coin, the Bitcoin. And <laughs> you're who's gonna call it in the air? Joe, go ahead, call it. All right, ready? Flipping in three, two, one. Heads. And it is heads. It is heads. So, Joe, would the world have been better off if Thomas and Martha Wayne had been saved? What, do I get to pick the side? Yes. 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 Oh, man. That's a tough one. Which side do I want to argue with this? I will argue yes, if they lived. Defend your defend your position, sir. Perfect. Yeah, I knew freaking David, man. <laughs> David. Defend your defend your position, oh, sir. Oh man. 
Oh, can can I do like can I do like the kickoff and defer? David can go yeah, first. Sure. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Yes, you can. There you go. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna defer to the second half. Okay. okay. Uh, I do not think that they would have been better off had they survived, because it's not like Gotham was already a town that wasn't on the verge of madness and mayhem at any given corner which is why they died in the first place um so if it wasn't the waynes then there would have been constant killing and it without someone like batman even though that his rogues gallery is somewhat spawned from batman there's also villains that were not spawned because of batman there are villains who are just villains in in this world um dr freeze is not a villain who's a villain because of batman solo penguin is not a villain because of batman being around there are plenty of other villains in gotham that would be there without batman anyways and if you let crime go unchecked gotham would have just gotten worse at least with Batman, even with the villains that he brings in on his own, he's at least there to stop them, to stop the mayhem for a short period. If you don't have Batman, you don't know that you're going to have another hero to take his place to help Gotham. So all that violence, all that crime is going to go unchecked. Gotham City PD is not going to be anywhere near as clean as it is because you're not going to have someone who's fighting to put these criminals away anyways. Jim Gordon can only do so much with the few good cops that he has. And that being said, the rest of Gotham is just going to fucking crumble beneath the weight of all this crime that's there because there's no one like Batman around to begin with. That is my argument. Very well said, sir. Joe. Oh, my, David. Yeah, uh, suck uh, on that shit, Joe. Come on. No, first, first of all, if, if, if in that fateful night everyone lives, everything, here's what would have happened. So his father, that, that makes him realize how far gone gotham was so really from that day on he he goes to use his wealth to make gotham better he gets involved with the gcp gcpd with funding training with with weapons equipment all that to help combat crime he and then on the other end he op- he opens more, you know, like children's housing and orphanages and medical clinics and using all of this wealth to kind of like they were that, that he was trying to do in uh, Nolan's Nolan's uh, the Batman Begins, you know, where they kind of, you know, in the flashbacks they talk about that. Uh, you know, he notices he notices a, a this clean cop Gordon who he kind of, you know, he's like, I want to, you know, use this guy and help him and, and, you know, bounce things off of him and, and, you know, see if what I'm doing is, you know, how it's resonating with the cops and GCBT, GCPD and all that. 
and um, so he but he does this for he does this for a few years. It doesn't. It's not taking hold. Um, his he's more people are dying around him. So Thomas Wayne takes it upon himself to just like in in Flashpoint, Thomas Wayne gradually gradually becomes the Batman of Earth One, and as he's funding everything with Gotham, he's funding R&D and with Lucius Fox on this end. And it's kind of like Elseworlds where Gotham is always going to have a Batman and whether it's going to be a Flashpoint Batman or whether it's going to be the Batman we know here or maybe this Elseworlds, Gotham's going to have its Batman. That's my argument. Hmm. Okay. All right. I didn't expect that one joke, but I see what you go. I see where you're going with that. All right, well there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the that is the challenge. That is the debate that will rage over the interwebs if you pay if you give a damn and care to take five seconds and and, and contribute contribute to this uh, to this uh, argument here. We will post this on our. Facebook page and individual pages. And um, we would definitely love to hear your comments. And we will come back next episode. Because I can't say next week. Because who fucking knows if we're going to record next week with these two. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Oh, I'm going to spend time with my girlfriend. I got to go play baseball. I got to go watch baseball. I watch people run around a fucking field <laughs> on yeah, the screen. Fucker. Yeah. That, are, that have lost that, every game they they're fucking, played. Oh, wait, what are they? Are they 0-10? Are they 0-10? Did they, they were, they were 0, Hold on a minute. They were 0-11. Let me see if they won tonight. Hold on a minute. Oh, it's my really, God. It's, it's really bad. Hold on a minute. Wait, is this like one of your? Is this like a little league team or is this like? It's like, like a it's a triple A kind of team. Triple, oh, okay. no, 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 it's no. They're they're not they're not even sync. They're low A, so it's oh, lower Jesus than. Christ. So no, they are zero and twelve. Oh Christ Almighty! Dude. Yeah, zero and twelve. Yeah, oh, it's you, you are not allowed to blow us off for a shitty fucking low A baseball game. <laughs> Absolutely, you can you the, can blow us off for any other reason. If I ever hear you go, well, I might have plans. It better be like my wife is taking me out to like to a strip club or some shit oh because I am God. not buying this fucking baseball bullshit ever again. Exactly. Fuck, so, dude. So when we record our next episode, we will collect our our comments and we will tally up the responses and we will see which geek wins the battle of the geeks. And if you motherfuckers don't start like voicing your opinions a little bit more, we're going to like post this specifically on the League of Geeks pages because those motherfuckers know how to answer. You assholes are some slacking bitches. Oh, dude, this this time around, I'm fucking tagging individual people. <laughs> fucking Chris Eaton, <laughs> motherfucker. If you can post and do Zoom links about goddamn reptiles, you can take a fucking five minutes and 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 fucking comment on this i know you it's, i know you listen i know well, you. i listen. was gonna i was gonna you speaking of chris i i thought you were gonna take my question because my question was you know would batman wear a top hat in gotham ever and i didn't <laughs> didn't know if that would happen or not so oh, 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 i can't i can't wait for chris to hear this <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and no, Batman, Batman would not wear a top hat. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. That's, a, that's the way to bring it home, Joe. I'll, I'll yes. give you that. Yes, well, Joe. Joe, that is, the show. That, that is, we are fucking done. We, we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time and one insult towards Chris, Chris Eaton at a time. We are out of here. We'll see you next time. That is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs>